0: Hey everyone, I'm Amina and you're listening to PS We Got This. On this podcast, I speak to a variety of Black women about what it takes to pursue their dream career. I'm so happy to say that the lovely Leanne, aka DJ Precious, has joined me for today's podcast. Hey! Hey, hey Amina, how you doing? Really well, thank you. How has the new year been treating you? It's not so bad. I'm bearing up, thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. It's like um, we've gone a bit full circle because we were saying just before that we've done a bit of work together a few years back and now we're here again. But it's always good to um, see friendly faces, people that you know as well. Yeah, it's good to reconnect, definitely. After yeah. All this time exactly as well especially after a time that we've just had as well I'm really enjoying just speaking to people more that people that I probably wouldn't even usually um speak to as well
1: yeah it's really good to talk definitely it helps so much at the moment yeah I've been def- the same, just branching out and yeah I've joined like clubhouse and just you know just opening up to different apps and stuff which has been really useful
0: oh yeah. cool so I'm gonna just dive straight in there then if you can tell us Briefly about your career and just how you started off. Really
1: cool. Okay, so I started off DJing. I'd say at a really early age. I was like 13 when I started to DJ. I was literally just thrown in at the deep end. I wanted to be a journalist. I had visions of you know um, being a news reporter or a news reader, some something like that. And then I met a guy who was in the process of setting up a radio station. And basically, one of the DJs didn't turn up, so we just flung me on air live, first time I'd ever DJed. And I just really loved it. It was just straight away, as soon as I did it, I knew this is for me, something I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, so I just, from there, I just started on the radio station. I got really involved in helping to set up the station and create um, my own show, basically, which I presented daily. Um, it was like a drive time show, which was quite a big thing at that young age. And yeah, it just progressed from there. I just, I started playing in the nightclubs and um, just basically getting out there, really getting my music out there. And it's just something that's never stopped. It just kept on going.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, because you said you wanted to go into journalism anyway, you're still sort of in that broadcast um, like sector, aren't you? Because you've gone on to do shows, like you said, a drive time show as well. So did you see this as like, oh, well, this is like something that I really wanted to do anyway. Or were you kind of thinking... You know, this is trying something new, you know, when you got chucked into that. Yeah, it
1: that. was it was something new, but it was also encompassing what I wanted to do because it was still broadcasting. And then I was still able to sort of report and, and interview people and stuff like that. But it was mainly based around music rather than, you know, the factual stuff that I which I thought I was gonna go into. But I kind of, it kind of worked out better for me because it was a lot more fun with it, with the music side of things. And yeah, yeah it was in one really. So it couldn't have worked out any better.
0: Oh that yeah. it was like a nice natural progression into like broadcasting basically and you yeah, were really think, young think, as well
1: i think with the media and the music i think it all connects like one way or another whether it's a podcast a radio station you know a radio interview or a nightclub or a song it's just
0: it all kind of connects in one way or another
1: so it's no yeah, definitely
0: tough. yeah i was speaking with someone before and we we're just saying it's like a well, she was saying how music is a way of like communicating, but so is like, you know, broadcasting, podcasts. So like you said, that exactly it would connect in that way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I see this podcast really. It's like a space a safe space. I get black women on here to discuss their careers. It's a time to like self-reflect back on your careers and just discuss like moments that you may be proud of moments that you thought were like difficult in your time of your career um yeah so because of that I just want to start off really by saying if you could speak to your younger self who is still in the stages of maybe deciding what they want to do I mean for you it would be early stages because like you've just said Mm this is when you jumped onto broadcasting but what what would you say if you could like write something to your younger self what would it say on there?
1: I think if I was talking to my younger self, then it would be totally different than if I was talking to my younger self now. So I think um, I think right now is you need to be more open and you need to be open to different skills. So I would I would keep an open mind. Um, I would try new things. I would network. I would um, never say no until trying something first or never thinking, you know, think I can't do something until I gave it a go um I try and sort of mix with different types of people from different types of backgrounds um I would open myself up musically to different genres you know not just stick to one one type of music and yeah Yeah. I think I'd be a bit more um just a bit more open to everything that's going on reading yeah as far as you were saying about things that made me proud um When I was younger, like I was one of the the first, I think, female young DJs to get on to BBC Wales as a progression from um, my radio days. And then I got signed to a record deal with Polydor Records. So I joined a band and that involved traveling the world and just all the fun that comes with being in a girl band um you can imagine you know like having stylists and hairdressers and performing on some of the most amazing stages with some of the you know brilliant people that i looked up to working in studios with some of my idols and mentors and yeah so all that was just really exciting at such a young age. i was like 21 when this started happening and that's when i really kind of stepped out into the world with it all so yeah, it was really exciting. And when I do look back, some of the, some of the highlights like performing with my sister on stage with So Solid Crew and Eminem, um, wow. you know, we did like Top of the Pops and Jules Holland show she did. So like watching some of her performances as well. Um, yeah, just so just so many things. Like just so many things. You kind of when you're doing it at the time, you don't have time to sort of take it all in. But mm-hmm. then when you look back, it's like pretty spectacular, really, because we. Um, we broke broke some some barriers and we we made history as well so yeah it was a pretty exciting time for music.
0: Yeah that's so cool and it really shows that because you stepped out and went into broadcasting it actually opened up doors for you to be able to do other things when it comes to music, music production, performing. So when you said you were in the girl band as well so that is is that actually singing or producing? I was actually
1: singing, DJing as well. So a lot, a lot wow. of the tracks you can hear me like scratching and mixing on the tracks, um, which was like the format of of the band. But there was a main singer; she was the lead singer, and then there was me and the other girl who we we kind of t- take took care of the harmonies of the band. Mm-hmm. So and a lot of I I I did a lot of writing and um, vocal structure, and you know, it, learned, it taught me so much about and um, what it takes, you know, to to put into a track and how to release a track. And, you know, the whole thing, I didn't know how much went into it before I joined the band. So it was just a totally different side to it, um, which was great because it just, um, and again, it just helped me to connect the dots with, you know, what it makes it, what it takes to build a song and get it out there to the world.
0: Yeah no it's really good how it's like naturally progressed and you've been able to venture out into like other sectors of the business basically of, of the world of broadcasting and music so it was really interesting how you were able to go from DJing to being a singer and performing with g- groups of people working on your own um, so yeah you've been really able to like multitask through the world of broadcasting which I love, I love the
1: fact that it can give you that access to other people and to be able to collaborate with so many different talented people you know whether it's poets artists dancers singers mm. radio you can you can bring it all together can't you because you know you can talk yeah. to everyone about anything so it's great that you can use it as well to touch somebody and to you know to go into somebody's home or into their car and be that personal with someone you know and they might want to listen to something because you're telling them to listen to it or your advisor and so it's kind of kind of a responsibility as well but it's 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 an honor and it's a pleasure as well to to um go on a journey with someone and then go on a journey with you at the same time
0: yeah and like you said that you've got a bit of a responsibility so everything you've just said it's it's really exciting that you were able to do that throughout your career and it's like a really positive um way that you were able to get into all these other avenues, but you have touched on the fact that there was a sense of responsibility. So do you think they, that you faced many obstacles being in like the broadcast industry?
1: I do. Um being, you know, such a young age and being a black female in Wales at the time, um, there wasn't many other people out there like me. So there wasn't anyone I could really look to for advice or really inspiration and there was there were males around me but there wasn't that many women um so i kind of had to learn how to go internal for my own reference from from day dot one really Mm
0: -hmm. which kind
1: of made me stronger it made me a leader it pushed me um yeah and it it gave me that voice that i wasn't i wasn't afraid to use but i did find some obstacles i found that i had to work harder being a woman, to prove myself to the guys that I was as good as them. Um, And yeah, you know, not being as paid as much as they were at times and things like that. That was like a kick in the face. Things are not so hard now. I think things are leveling out with women. I think, you know, we are getting our pay rise and we're getting more plays, but there's still a long way to go. Like when you see um, a list of DJs for a a certain rave or a promotion, nine, nine times out of 10, there's not going to be a woman on that list, you know? So we're still pushing we're still trying to get ourselves out there, but I think this is the time that people are like, okay, she's a woman, but she's, she can do what a guy does as well. So it's pretty yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. And like you said about being a black woman in Wales as well, obviously as us- us both coming from wales and growing up there we know that there is ethnic minorities there is um, a black community asian communities but i suppose a lot of people that um from the outside looking in don't really see that a lot and when you are producing uh, material and you produce you're broadcasting and creating projects do you did you ever go down, did you stick to maybe like a niche avenue where you know that basically your community will be listening? Or did you try and produce work which would be to a broader audience, do you think?
1: I think um, depending on where I play and and who I'm creating for, I would keep in mind of the audience. So, for instance, if I was doing a mix for the BBC, I would be on an on a evening time. Mm-hmm. I would be more i would be more you know just just more cautious the people are out there they're not going to want to be listening to like hard banging club music in the evening time. so I would be aware of my audience and you know who i'm sort of who I'm playing for at that time. So it depends, i suppose on where I am um what time of night or day it is as well. so yeah, i would i would i would say it has changed me um yeah. when it when it when it comes to that kind of thing yeah I'm kind of going off track here but um
0: (laughs) no I I understand (laughs) what you're saying and on on the back of that as well when you were um, being commissioned to things and getting jobs were you seeing any sort of trends in regards to again was it more going out to a broadcast to a wider audience or were you being commissioned to do things um for more of a niche you know type of music style say I think
1: yeah I think I've always kind of but when I started off, I started off with different genres like R&B, hip hop, soul, jazz, reggae. And then I kind of, sort of veered towards more dance music. So I kind of went to the clubs and it was more like garage, house, um, anything really with a faster beat, uh, but still with a soulful vibe. So, yeah, so I kind of did get um, get into that and being in the band, it was a garage band, so... Everything I did at that time was garage music, and yeah. it was a niche. It was a niche at the time. Now I've moved on to house music, which kind of opens it up even more because there's so many different genres within the house world. So I kind of work with Afro house at the moment, which is um, helping me to explore my um, my history, my culture, um, and being able to express who I am really through what I play at the moment but I've, I've kind of done a full circle with this, so mm-hmm. it's kind of been, sometimes it's been you know open to a broad audience and sometimes to a very unique audience as well.
0: Yeah and it's funny how you say that as well because I think even when I like um I left Cardiff and went to uni that's when I started broaden my horizons in regards to like music. So where I was going, more to rave. So I'm listening to more techno, I'm listening to more house. And to be honest, like because uni is so um like varied, it's full of lots of different people. So you get that mix anyway. But there's definitely I can definitely still see a um there's like a connection between the type of music that's being played on a night out and the audience that are there. So when I'm going to the clubs and they're playing like R&B and hip hop, I can definitely see there's more of a mix of ethnic minorities and things in the club. And then when I'm at the rave, it's like, it was basically predominantly white people that were there. Like that's what I was noticing whilst I was there at uni. So do you think like when you were, you were playing to those different types of crowds as well, do you think that's something that you noticed?
1: I'd say, I've played to a mixture of, of different people in different venues. I think back in the day with the garage, garage scene, it was definitely more of a black crowd, urban mm. crowd. And I think now with the house music, it's more of a mixture. And again, it depends on where I am in the world and who I'm playing to really.
0: Yeah no I love that That there's definitely more of a mix I I think like um what like obviously when I was going out in university and things like like you said Garage was more of a there was like a time where it was really big wasn't it and well basically I wasn't around for that time but um yeah I love how you can see that there's like different changes and scenes of music as well what just going off that what what would you say is like your favorite era era of music I think
1: it's '90s R and B, actually, because there's just so yeah. many memories come back with those sounds, like Blackstreet and Aaliyah, and you've got like Tupac and Biggie, and mm. you know all, the, all that kind of. Those days were amazing. It was exciting as well. Um, I love the garage. I can't. I can't lie. I love the garage days. Going to Ianapa and Ibiza, and you know yes. having all your mates, girly <laughs> holidays and stuff like that. That was really exciting but i got to say now my heart is with afro house and it's i just i can't see it moving now i'm just i feel like i'm home
0: yeah and yeah. Do, um, am i right in saying there's like when you've got the garage there's like a very big focus on uk garage and then you've got the 90s hip hop r&b which is quite american would you say
1: yeah, I'd say the 90s R&B was definitely American. And yeah. then you've got garage, you've got like American garage as well as UK garage. When we talk about UK garage, we're talking about like two-step, we're talking about UK funky. Mm. Um yes, yeah, so there was so much garage music made in the UK. But then obviously you've got your, your house and garage from the from America, from Chicago as well. So yes, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> yeah.
0: and I have I have noticed as well, I'm just following you and um you're doing your radio shows and you'll go on live and and play your sets as well. You do actually highlight people from the UK and like local artists as well. Why, why do you think it's important to do that really at the moment?
1: I think it's so important to support each other. You know, we're all in the same boat. We're all creatives. We're all artists. So it's my job as a DJ to push the music, you know, from, from where I'm from and to support the artists from here because, that's what I do. That's just I've always done the same thing. So like, for instance, tonight, I'll be featuring um, a lady called Vibrancy and her husband, A Shylon. They've just released a track called Just Be. So for the last couple of weeks, I you know, I'll push that on my on my platform to promote it, to help people buy it so they can mm-hmm. you know, make more music. So it's just it's an on- ongoing wheel so that people can carry on making music, especially now. You know it's hard there's no money out there so um I think people need to get behind their artists and start supporting as much as possible
0: yeah and we've spoken a little bit about um like you know in the industries being a black woman and how there's a bit more as you were there obviously there is there is a bit more men in the industry we can all see it when it comes to producing DJing do you think there has been like a cultural change as you've as you've come up in your career over the years,
1: I'm definitely feeling like there's more of a change recently um, with recent events with Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. I can see a positive change. As in, I've been offered a lot more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I did think, oh, it was, it's you know, it's a bit, um, it's a bit funny that they're coming in now. But at the end of the day, um, it's a positive change. So I'm not going to you know turn my Turn my you know to my back on it basically so I've had lots more opportunities I feel like the doors have been opened really and yeah the floodgates are open for us to just start going through now the, the radio offer came through I've been offered BBC mixes podcasts interviews radio magazines um, so many different things have been coming in since yeah <laughs> there, so I really do feel that it's going to be you know and it's not just me I've been speaking to other women as well and they've been saying the same thing so hopefully it's going to continue yeah but we need we need to stick together and we need to keep you know things like this doing things like this is amazing just raising awareness and you know communicating and keeping that um keeping that going I think is really important
0: no definitely I think like voices need to be heard and it finally feels like people are listening basically like it's a really really positive thing um and we've got we've talked a lot about obviously we're going from beginnings of your careers to where you are now. Is there anything you think that you would have done differently? Um, I think I, I mean it was have... quite a big question, I know, because it's yeah,
1: it's a big it's a big question. There's loads of things I would have done differently. Yeah. But I definitely would have believed in myself a bit more. And I wouldn't have wasted so much time. Hmm. And I probably would have gone to every party instead of just a few now with what's going on. So, yeah, yeah I never nice. would come home, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the moment, I'm creating new goals. And I'm currently in the stages of setting up a talent agency to celebrate the diversity in female talent. So it's um. in its early stages. But, yeah, I'm just in the development stages. It's, it's something I've always wanted to do, but having the time on lockdown and being able to reflect and you know I just feel like now's the time I can use um what I've learned and what I've got and be able to share that with you know like minded females and I think together we're stronger so I just think getting you know getting us all together now ready for when we do get you know let out back into the world would be Mm -hmm. an exciting thing so that's what I'm setting up at the moment yeah it's really exciting
0: uh, I think that's a really good link to what you were saying about um wanting to believe in yourself more because you've taken those steps now and you're basically from doing that it's going to encourage other women to believe in themselves as well um yeah which is yeah it's like a really good effect I think to have on people really positive
1: thank you thanks so
0: much no problem. <laughs> um I haven't been out in I mean pre-pandemic I haven't really been out in um wales cardiff in a while um but i do know there's been a few there's been a few clubs and bars i've seen shut down that i would have gone out in are you seeing any sort of uh, cultural change when it comes to the clubs in south wales
1: it's, it's, it's a difficult question because everything's been closed down for so long so yeah. it's kind of like i can't even remember what was happening before if you know what I mean, so. <laughs> yeah uh, the last thing I played, the last big event I played at in Cardiff was amazing. It was, I played for the Lord Mayor's Rave. And he oh, was wow. the Black Lord Mayor of Cardiff. And he um, he put on an event, an event to raise awareness and money for women who were going through domestic violence. And so I played for Bowso and the Lord Mayor with some really cool DJs from Wales. And it was held in the... Um, in the middle of the city centre with a beautiful venue so that was really cool and I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more things like that happening as things get easier but at the moment we're just um, we're all connecting virtually there's mm-hmm. been a lot of um, talks for Horizons and um, yeah there's so many things happening I think it's kind of made us musicians here in Cardiff a little bit more connected as well being able to discuss things and have these zoom meetings and you know just thrash out ideas so it's been quite a useful time for production I think as well
0: yeah definitely and I I've seen that like um you have put that time into use as well because I think i have seen on your Instagram page you were um selected as a judge was it for yeah for something that was going on tell us a little bit more about that because I don't really know the ins and outs of this
1: okay so that was really really mind-blowing I was selected to be um, one of the first um, judges of colour for the Horizons panel. Um, so it was basically to represent, you know, um, the music that I'm playing and the music that I'm into. So I was sent, I think it was 60 artists that I had to listen to. And basically I had to score them on, you know, what I thought, how I thought they were gonna progress in the music world and if I thought that they needed assistance with the funding. So it was quite hard because, you know, I wanted, there was so much talent. I wanted them all to go through. Yeah. Um, I had to be quite selective and I had to be quite um, quite strict, really. But um, I think, I know I made the right decisions. I just, I, it took me ages to get to get to the decisions I made. And I'm really happy with the, all the finalists that went through. And I really wish them all the luck with their, their careers. Um, so much great talent coming out of Wales. Um, Monique bucks Mace the Great, um, Faith, uh, there's just so many to mention, The Honest Poet, mm, um, Lucas Rowe, uh, there's just so many, it was amazing, it was really good as well because it came come just in time, I was quite, getting a bit like restless at home, and then I was sent this assignment, so it, it, it took weeks of listening, yeah. and before I knew it, three weeks had gone past, and I was like, brilliant, that's another month gone down, so it was great. But yeah, it was just, it's really good just to connect and just get back into like, you know, Welsh talent and and get connected with with all the artists.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I always find that like, I get, always get just that little bit more excited when it's like a new artist from like my hometown or like I do the same with Birmingham now that I live in Birmingham, but I don't know why it's just, you, you feel like a bit proud that you've, you know, you can see there's actual good talent here. And I mean, that's, an, everyone knows that there's going to be talent everywhere there's no there's no limit to it but you always just yeah. feel that little bit more proud don't you when you know that there's a really Definitely. good talent from somewhere that you're from
1: there's a couple of ladies i'm rating at the moment from Cardiff. i was actually blown away by their talent one's called i am Dea, and the other one's called juice menace
0: yes oh. i've heard of juice menace yeah. i am daya i will i'll say I for.
1: you will absolutely love her she actually won the welsh music prize of last year and she is blowing up right now so anyone who's out there who's interested check her out I'm sure you will um you'll love it you can thank me later
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely and going um we're obviously talking about how you were able to do that so you were nominated for the job and that was also presented like a lot of it was presented on social media is that right on Instagram
1: yeah, it was all done through social media, really. All the um judging and yes, yeah, selections and yeah, all the, yeah, it was all done through that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How do you think like social media at the moment is not even just being in a pandemic, but over the last say 10 years, how has that impacted on your career? Because now you can do live sets and you can actually people can watch you in action, basically.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's it's really helped a lot actually through lockdown. I, I think before, in the beginning, I, I kind of, I was slow with the social media and I was like, I was kind of holding on to nostalgia. I wanted to be, you know, playing vinyl forever. And I was one of yeah. the ones that didn't want to go with technology. And that helped me back in the beginning. And it kind of, it kind of scared me and it, it threw me off for a little while until I could get my head around it all. And now it's kind of, it's, it's, it's done so much good for me, um, being able, people being able to see what I'm doing. Um, I've normally just be playing on radio so people could only hear me in the past. But over the last year, it's been, yeah, it's been great. It's just, um, I think it gives people that, that personal touch doesn't it being able to see someone
0: definitely yeah because like when you said personal touch what I love about um your account as well is that you do have like a little moment where you'll speak with everybody in advance of maybe like your radio show so I think it's really helped not just yourself but it helps people really connect with their audience doesn't it
1: yeah definitely I've had messages from people just saying thanks you know keeping it keeping us going and it's just nice to have a friendly voice. I like, can see a friendly face, I suppose, in these yeah.
0: crazy times. I mm-hmm. know, right? Um, do you think then, like you've done, you've done a lot in your career so far? Like you've listed even just a few that we have gone through already. Is this are you? Do you see this um, progressing in your future? You've already mentioned a little project that you're doing. So that's yeah. another avenue that you're going to go down. Do, do you have yeah. anything else like that um, that you maybe think that you would like to do? Or do you think that you'll always keep always keep DJing basically as the main thing?
1: Well, a few years ago, as you said, when we were in university, I studied film and production. So that's another thing I'd really yeah. love to go into. I was making a few documentaries and and things you know when we were more free so definitely I've been in talks with some people I'd like to write some scripts and get into that side of things but at the moment I'm just so busy with everything else I was like but yeah I do see that in the future that is something I'm going to do definitely I'd like to direct a film
0: oh I love that yeah. yeah like I said it's like a lot of this um a lot of these things that you do because because you're such a big communicator in the career that you do it goes hand in hand so when you say like when you're writing you know and you're being able to produce it really does like connect together I think it's important just for people to know that it's you know once you're in a career it's kind of limitless you learn so much from being in one job that you can take on to another thing and you're you're never really restricted into one thing I think that's really important to remember
1: yeah definitely be flexible be able to you know learn as much as you can you know suck it all up because um it's, it's amazing to be able to do that, to be able to bounce off one thing to another. You'll never get bored, really, will
0: you? And if, if somebody was coming to you and they actually wanted to start off a career um, in DJing, maybe producing music or just DJing in clubs, where where can they start off? You obviously had the opportunity. You were very, very young and you, luckily you were able to go on a radio show. But at the moment, say it's they wanted to do it this year, can't really go into studios um, and speak with people. Do you have any sort of tips on where people can start off?
1: Yeah there's an amazing forum that's up and running at the moment called Ladies of Rage Um, they take on females who are interested in anything to do with music, MCing, singing, djing and they're really friendly bunch of ladies that are so good for advice and tips on you know things that are happening at the moment how to get into you know your chosen industry and it's just nice to have you know a bunch of ladies just to bounce off as well and I know they do open workshops they do creative writing days there's so much going on with them and they if they don't do something that you're interested in they would know where to point you in the right direction and um, so I'd say that you know that's for Wales um, for anyone who, who wants to get into radio I'd say just keep on making showreels keep sending them to your local stations try and get onto maybe a hospital radio or a college or university radio I, I know it's difficult at the moment but maybe for the future also podcasts are a great way to go you know you can, yeah. you can really <laughs> have a podcast at home um and it helps you to sort of get there and collaborate with other people so yeah I'd say just try and make a little studio at home for now and try and just learn new skills and, and do what yeah. you can yeah. yeah just do what you can there's always you know, there's you know there's all these different apps you can get on clubhouse you could start networking on there there's a stereo app you could go on there and interview people there's so many different things really and um, there's also eventbrite that do loads of different workshops and they do things from you know life coaching to meditation to music to, um, to lure of attraction there's so many different things on there they're really good as well um and I think just um, just speak to people just just you know message people. Ask, yeah. ask them for advice as well hit them up on their Instagram I'm sure you know most creative people are, are kind of laid, laid back easygoing people and they'd be happy to hear from you so yeah just no, get on I, it I
0: like I like that you mentioned about the courses and things on Eventbrite because I think especially at the moment um, we have more free time than usual <laughs> so I think it's just best really to just use that um productively like why not you've got you're not missing out on anything you're able to even just sit back take a few notes a lot of the things and you don't even have to interact with yourself the the actual course that you're watching is interactive I get a lot of them at work as well and literally I'm sat back but I find that I, I'm i able to take in a lot of things when there's actually set, through audio. So I'm not the biggest reader, but when it comes to like podcasts and videos, things like that, I feel like I'm able to really take in the information better. Um, just in regards to that, do you have any tips on how best to um, upgrade your learning skills? Yeah, for me,
1: I'm constantly taking notes, always voice notes or I've always got a pen close, even if I go to bed. I've got a pen and a pad just in case I wake up in the middle of the night and I don't want anything to slip my mind, especially at my age. You know, you (laughs) you don't remember what happened yesterday. So I've always got a pen and a pad close or something that I can record my ideas. For studying, I like to to basically have quite a silence, quiet, peace. Um, I do a lot of meditation as well, so I like to clear my mind. So, yeah, what I would normally do... um, I'm like you as well. I, I kind of prefer to take in things through audio than reading. And I used to find the when I used to try and read. By the time I'd get to the end of the page, I'd forgot what I'd, what I'd read. So mm. short memory span as well. So um, I try to just clear my mind, turn all the distractions off, put my phone in the bucket that I cannot touch for what I'm doing. <laughs> or the, yeah, because that's just the biggest distraction for me. Um, so I like to just take one task at a time and, and just do that and then go on to the next one after that rather than taking too many things at once
0: you've told us a lot about what it what it takes really to actually have a career in broadcasting and specifically DJing um I've seen like you said you've I've seen you do I think some lives and I know that you're broadcasting a show at the moment so tell us a bit about that show what is the radio station and where can we listen to you
1: Okay, so it's so exciting. Basically, I've joined My House Radio, which is based in London, but it broadcasts worldwide. Um, it's on DAB, it's on the app, and it's also on www.myhouseradio.com. So I'm presenting and DJing for a weekly show called Set the Tone, which is also the name of the female agency. Um, so Set the Tone is basically a show that's representing ladies and um celebrating diversity in female talent and I'm going to be I am presenting the show and playing soulful house music also afro house music and then each week I'll be um, basically showcasing or shining a light on UK talent um, it's been up and running for three weeks it's my third show today so I'm doing a valentine special and it's basically really it's going really really well um beginning set music from all over loads of feedback it's just so exciting because all the DJs on the station are people I've always looked up to so it's like wow I'm yeah on them. I just I literally got to pinch myself um yeah the manager of the station Roy the Roach is just the most amazing legend and it's just been so really interesting and working with him it's like I'm learning so much again so it's like is really exciting. So yeah, I just love it. I just I just feel like I'm 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 home. I found the station that I, you know, that I've always wanted to be at. So it's really yeah. exciting. Um,
0: Oh, congrats. That's like a really big achievement. I love that. Thank like you. how happy you are with it. Thanks. You know, feeling like yeah. it's home. You can really be yourself. And yeah, like I said, I'm looking at your Instagram page and you, you're really, you know, excited for the show Um, every evening when you're about to broadcast. So I really, really love that. And that's been, that's like a really positive to your year to your 2021 obviously you started off the year really positively if this year yeah. could go you know as perfectly as you wanted it to would you have your site set out on anything else to do this year
1: yeah I think I would I would love to connect with Defected in the house because they've just set up a new record label which is the Afro house side of things so I can see myself working with them and building some tracks for them um I would love to gain my wings back and just get out there. I want to go to South Africa because I'm connecting with loads of South African DJs at the moment. Yeah. So I'd like to go there. (laughs) Also Nigeria as well. I'm going to be going there at some point. So there's so many different countries that are on the cards. I was out in Goa last year, the beginning of of 2020, um, and I made some amazing connections there. So I'm waiting to get back to, to play there as well. So, yeah, I just really just want to get back out into that, you know, into those environments, festivals, raves, clubs. It's where I thrive, really, and it's where I do my best. So I can't wait to get back out on the deck. Uh, We've got uh, an amazing project that's coming out here in Wales. I've been working with a bunch of women of colour, and we're releasing an EP. Um, And again, it's um, all in relation to Black Lives Matter, um, we're just using our voices to spread the message, the positive mm-hmm. message. And it's amazing because I'm working with with um, Dion Bennett, Monique Burks, Faith, Ruth, um, just so many talented women from, from, from Wales and also from Bristol as well. And so, yeah, so that's about to come out, I think, early spring. So I've been writing for that and recording okay.
0: for that yeah so. Oh, so there's actually a lot to look forward to then in your yeah. year and and, and to be honest like no pandemic is going to stop that because people are going to create and luckily because of the environment that we live in social media everything your projects and your art will be able to get listened to so that's going to be yeah. a really positive and fun fun thing to look forward to we manifest that put that out into the universe yes girl Definitely.
1: <laughs> and good luck with everything you're doing because it sounds so positive and i love this podcast well, i think thank it you so helpful. much yeah it's great thank you
0: Yeah, definitely we're putting all the good vibes guys into the universe before i go i was just going to read you a little snippet out of um one of the songs
1: that I wrote for the EP, which is just Ooh, basically kind of what we've been talking about. So it's called it's, I wrote this in relation to me writing to myself as a little girl. So I'll just give you a, few, a little snippet of it. Little black girl, little black girl. Let me hold your hand. Can I sit down for a second and tell you, make you understand where you're coming from? This wasn't part of the plan. Can I comb your hair? show you how much you're worth it, how beautiful you are and how you deserve it. Because beauty comes from the inside and girl, you've got so much to shine. Spread your light and show them girls. This is our time. Yes, this
0: is our time. Exactly. I love that. Oh, That was just a little bit. Yeah, thank you so much, Amina, for having me. No, thank you for sharing that as well. I can't wait for people to listen to this. I think, you know, you've you've um shown us really what you can do during lockdown which is a lot <laughs> you've shown us that you can do it you, you just got to stick to doing you know what you like to do use your time use that spare time that you have and um get out there yeah yeah thank you yes. enjoy no problem. if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more from a variety of different black women then show some support and give us a follow on instagram at ps we got this to keep up to date with new episodes i'll see you later Bye. bye